Hey everyone, and welcome to episode 3 of B Chat. This is B, and yeah, just kind of want to get right into it. Um, I was thinking about this a lot um, today, and just this week I was talking to my friend a lot about this, and um, it's, a, it's a concept that I think is like really um, interesting, and um, it's something that I don't know why it's not more popular. And um, you guys know I like like to talk a lot about, you know, um, people and fears and stuff like that and anxiety and how to be, how to, you know, get over that and do what you want. So some of the most successful people I've met, <clears throat> they really don't know what to do the, with themselves after they stop working or they retire. Pretty common. Um, whether you look at like athletes or like business CEOs or whatever, you name it, like any profession, when you do something for so long, 20, 30, 40, 50 years, and then you stop, it's kind of a shock. So that's kind of what, that's a pretty common notion. Like no one's probably like, no way. Like that's something that's pretty universally accepted. The reason why I think that's interesting is because it's ironic because a lot of, what I like, what I'm interested in is, is what I guess I, what I call an exit strategy or an exit plan. That's like, it's not, I don't know if that's the right phrase or the right word, but that's, I think that's just what I've been using. Um, but what I mean by that is that no matter what you're doing, <clears throat> in my opinion, one of the best ways to, uh, have happiness for longevity, like when you get older, um, is to start thinking about and start establishing and working on your exit plan regardless of whatever you do right now. Now, I think there's a couple caveats to that. It it's definitely something that it's definitely something that's easier to do when you've done one thing for a long time like you didn't jump jump around a lot of different careers or whatever. But if you've done one thing for like 5, 10, 15, 20 years throughout your career whether you want to admit it or not, you're developing skills and it's not necessarily the skill that you were hired to do or that you get paid to do. For example, um, <clears throat> I've talked about this in the, <clears throat> I think in my first podcast, just, just when I was rambling and didn't really know what I was talking about, but uh, whatever you're probably most naturally good at and meant to do, you feel really guilty and weird about getting paid to do it. So if you look at like, basically what makes a small business successful, they mostly need to specialize in something that they get really, really good at. And a lot of people call this like proof of concept or like when you have a process that you know works, like you have content that you know is good. Now it's just a matter of getting it in front of people or whatever. But even like small business owners, just like where I work, where me and my partner work, that's kind of where this started is we want to start helping people with that is exit plans. And um, the reason why is that if you look at like, like, like if you look at an athlete, right, there's so much value in people, but no one is willing to get paid to do what they have the most value in. So like, for example, if you have an athlete who's really, really athletic, he's like the best basketball player, he goes to the NBA. Now, one of the cool things about exit strategy is that 
it can provide sustenance to 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 your revenue and to how much money you make because like if if you're an NBA basketball player, you obviously can't do that career forever just logically. So you're gonna have to stop and then once you stop it's like what's the what's the exit plan? <clears throat> and I think instead of looking at it as as like a scary thing to to which causes you to procrastinate and ignore it, you got to look at it kind of like a positive way because again, whatever you're doing for your career, you have you're developing skills in that that aren't necessarily the main career. So if you're a basketball player, like what's the most common thing that successful retired basketball players probably do? have you know training academies maybe they have gyms uh, training camps programs or what have you um it's basically going to be something that's kind of related to that but that's like the most common thing that's really common with like mma fighters or people who do like martial arts like they do all these years of training and training and training when they go to tournaments all that and eventually most of them their their realistic goal is to be like all right i need to open some gyms so i can make revenue but that's a pretty common exit plan, exit strategy. But what I'm trying to say is that there's actually a whole lot more that you could do if you had the eye for it, like while you're in your career. Because if, again, if you've been doing something for so long, it's it's really impossible that there's not some little niche within that that you are developing a lot of insight on and then can pursue that as a thing when you're done. So it's like, I guess with a basketball player, instead of like gyms or training programs, like, I don't know if he noticed like, like something like a basketball player probably deals a lot with like staff or like reporters or something like that. And and maybe they could start like, you know, speaking or developing content on how to like um, deal with like performance anxiety at the highest level or, or deal with a lot of, um, you know, um, I don't know. So it has to be something a little bit that's actually something you know is is valuable. It's something that could help people, and you have a lot of experience in it. So, like, if for example, um, like a good example is maybe like a teacher, or yeah, like a teacher or an author who basically you know de- develop something as a you know teachers don't make a lot of money, but like you know, teachers have a lot of knowledge, they read a lot of books, or they, 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 if they're teaching younger kids, they give them a lot of children's books. So if, you know, developing a book that maybe is like specially made for like, um, you know, blind kids that has braille, but it's like, you know, something like that, like that you can really see through your career, what, what you're doing now, but to be able to turn that into like an exit strategy. So like, I don't know, it's like, that's, it's a really like, interesting concept that I think, I just keep kind of seeing it. And, um, it's weird too because it's like if you look at like it, it, the other thing why it's interesting is because it's it would actually be more effective to do that to find something within what you're doing that would benefit other people that's kind of niche and unique and pursue that instead of the mainstream thing because if you think of like even like the most popular podcast uh, Joe Rogan like he does a like a stand up comedy as his career but he developed the podcast because he realized that he could do it forever. Even if like, even stand up comedy, you can't do it forever. You literally can't like, like Richard Pryor and stuff. You can't, you can't keep going and going on stage um, forever or traveling or what have you, but you can always sit down and do a podcast. So that's a really good, realistic exit plan. Um, even like, like doctors and nurses or like, they never, I don't think they ever think about this, but they have to deal with so many like managers and medical assistants and 
all types of staff that they have to, without any career, without any education, um, have to like even dentists. They have to they have to train them. They have to manage them. They have to find ways to do the bills and stuff. And it's like all that experience. It's like that could be a training program for like clinic, you know, phys- physicians and dentists. That that's not something you get taught in medical school. But it's some, that's why a lot of doctors don't want to open up their own b- practice because they're saying oh, it's too much work. But it's like you, if you've done it successfully over 10 years or 20 years in your city, you know, like, unless it's an anomaly, like, you know, so much little things that how to what to avoid and how to do it right that like, pretty much no other no other it's going to take 20 years for someone else to figure that out. And if you could develop that into some type of, you know, format that people actually find um, <clears throat> interesting or, or attractive, and they, and they use it, man, that's like, that's more fulfilling too. like, that's the kind of thing that makes people like I think super super um happy in the long run um but yeah I don't know I was thinking about that a lot lately like what like what is the unique thing within what you do that you can basically like maximize but I think the key is that it has to be kind of unique um there's definitely got to be some key points um but yeah, I mean, even like, I know so many, uh, like, I know women that like had like really good careers, but then they're like, I want to be a mom. And like, or or even women that do both. I mean, that even in and of itself, you may not think, oh, that's like, that's not what I do. That's just part of my life. But teaching other women how to do that, how to balance work life and kids and stuff, that that could even in itself be some like an exit strategy if you developed, you know, content and books and programs on that, what have you, <clears throat> go speak about it around the country. So there's a lot of different uh examples but i think that's the kind of the main concept is a is kind of what's the thing that you're learning and developing understanding in that that it's like man this is like this comes up maybe it's like like man this comes up a lot in life like this i keep seeing this like pattern i keep seeing this thing maybe i should like you know say something about it or, or, or or tell people with it but um but yeah, maybe I don't know. I'm trying to think of some easier, like, simpler examples. Maybe like a, like yeah, I don't know. I feel like a lot of people that are really successful in their in their career, it's like it's like oh, this happened kind of by accident, or yeah. But that, that's kind of the formula. That's how it works. It's like you gotta accidentally find something where you know other people can find useful within what you do and the experience that you're getting. So yeah, it's like even like there's like so many like. Um, yeah, there's so many like authors. Like, think about all the stuff they have to go through, unless they're like really big, like just to get their book printed. You know, developing con book on developing content or something on that. You know, even just YouTube videos. Like, hey, this is like how this is the cheapest way. This is the whole process on how to do it, and just kind of being that voice. But there's something in literally everything. I think it's just like a matter of do you want to like see it? Like, do you want to like look at it and be like, okay, this is like this could be interesting this could be fun this could be scary and uh i think even some of like the more like quote unquote low level jobs it's like that's actually one of the smartest things if you because think about it like you can if you have a small business or if you have even if you're just like a i don't know like anything like a cook in a restaurant or something like you could literally become kind of the quote unquote expert on a certain aspect of being a chef it doesn't have to be like this is how you make the best steak it could be something else like it could be yeah, but it has to be something that's you know 
kind of genuine and that comes up a lot. But I think, yeah, developing exit plans is something that is becoming more and more prevalent. That's kind of the thing to do. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I think I set up an email. So if you guys have any, well, I like putting this on YouTube so you guys can just directly comment and hopefully the YouTube channel um, gets some traction and gets going. I know it takes a long time and patience and consistency with when you're trying to get your content out there, but hopefully you guys stick with me and join the journey and I'll keep posting. Thank you for joining me today. Hope you got something out of it and I'll see you next time. Thanks.